Hi, I'm Mario Guerra, the two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm here with my co-host and partner, Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And you're watching, you're listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. How you doing, Mario? I'm doing good, thank you. This, I'm doing good too. And they're good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we promised everybody we're going to have a new show drop every Friday. So this show will be dropping next Friday. We already have one ready for tomorrow. Just so you know, we tape these on Thursdays after a council meeting to kind of recap the council meeting. I'm always nervous that we promise because, you know, it's we have to hold up that promise. We do have to hold that But promise. it holds us accountable yeah, in actually yeah. doing these episodes. Yeah. But we do them, and then it's going to be up to Brandon and Hans to make sure that they go on. Yeah. And so you got there's no pressure, Brandon, by the way. Brandon we, is our technical uh, producer over there. We do the easy part. We just talk. We just talk. And then Brandon <laughs> does the actual, you can't see him, but Brandon does the actual editing editing and puts it all together yeah 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 yeah, that's the hard part yeah yeah so um anyway so what do you want to oh so there's a council there was a council meeting last tuesday there was a city council meeting Meeting. so we always like to we like to recap those meetings you know what was uh, to me a couple of things jumped out i want to start first with um you might have read it in the downey patriot but the city council created a new parking district uh, over by the landing off of about Bowflower Boulevard. So basically what it does, if I understand it correctly, is it restricts overnight parking on that street to residents of that street only. Um, and it's, so it's between like the hours of like 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. Something like that, yeah. It's basically to keep that street open only to those residents who live on that street. Right. Um, I want to know your thoughts on it. Also, when you were on the city council, did you ever have, did you approve any parking districts? We, we didn't, I'll answer that part. We didn't approve any parking districts, but it was always an issue. It's interesting how we handle it. One of them was on Dunrobin, just south of Imperial High, mm-hmm. uh, High, Imperial Highway, where all the apartments north of Imperial over mm-hmm. there were parking in those residential areas. So the one thing we did do, and I worked with uh, Councilman Dave Gaffin at the time on there. We, him and I kind of took that on because we had been to several neighborhood mm-hmm. watch me. So if you notice the wall, there's a block wall all the mm-hmm. way down Imperial, mm-hmm. all the way from Woodruff uh, uh, um, West okay. on there. So what we, we put up that wall. Mm-hmm. So it kind of isolated that neighborhood. And instead of putting little walkways every couple blocks, we mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. So if somebody parks in that area, they would have a long walk to go all the way across the bear. So we handle it a little bit different. Sure. That's still up there today. It's got the uh-huh. ivy. It's beautiful. And it's, mm-hmm. it's worked. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're talking 15 years ago. Um, so the parking districts, I mean, I think the whole key of in parking districts is enforceability mm-hmm. and how that works and how to become fair. So I don't know. I don't yeah. have a clue. You know, I'm not a fan of parking districts. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a little bit of a experience with it. Uh, so, you know, 10 years ago, I used to live over by Stonewood on Muller Street. And the city council at the time uh, approved the parking district on the next street over, uh, I think it was on, on Clancy. And, you know, the residents on Clancy were upset that right. people from the apartments were right. Right. were parking on their street. And I was one of those people. Right. And, and I didn't like the parking district because they were just, in my view, they're just pushing the problem onto the next street. And so, okay, so now I can't park on Clancy while I'm going to park on, was it Cheney or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And, you know, so... 
at the time, it, my wife and I were living in that one-bedroom apartment. We both had cars. We both worked. But our apartment only had a one-car garage. Uh-huh. So some of us had to park. You, you can't right. get around. You have to park in right. the street. Nobody's parking on people's streets because they want to. It's because right. you, ha- you need somewhere to park. Right. right. And so, I mean, I don't. I think that's a very creative solution that you guys did. Yeah. Um, I don't know the answers, but I think restricting parking it just seems kind of unfair because it's public parking right. and these are residents too you know maybe they don't live on that specific street but they live in the neighborhood right. they just need a place to park right right you know? and i and i saw that uh mayor frometa and mayor pro tem trujillo that they want to talk to the people at the landing see mm-hmm. if there's some arrangement because there's you know a lot of parking back there that maybe mm-hmm. it could you could park at night there mm-hmm. and so forth evidently right now there hasn't been a lot of communication with them yeah. so you know but i think that I agree. I think enforceability, sometimes you're going to do permits. You know, I think if uh, it's easy to say, you've lived it, uh, and it's easy to say, you know, I live in a quiet neighborhood over there off of Yankee. But it's interesting. I, I, I can park in my driveway, both my wife, Ann, and I, mm-hmm. but my son parks in front of our house. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you the very few occasions once a year that somebody's parked there, mm-hmm. you get irritated. Because yeah. it's although it's not yours, sure. it belongs to the city, but it's like, why are you parking in right. space? So oh, absolutely. I can see if you live there, that was a nightly occurrence. And then if you're in the other person's shoes, you're parking. You're like, this is public parking. What yeah. are you talking yeah. about? You're 100% yeah. right. Yeah. So something interesting from that, I saw the vote was three to one. Uh, mm-hmm. Hector Sosa, Councilman Sosa, Mayor Pro Tem Trujillo, and Mayor Fermeta all voted for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're at least to try it and see, which I, you know, I guess I agree mm-hmm. uh, with them. They, they, you know, they had enough residents that were fed up with it, so they had to try something. But the one that seems to be that was like he was a one issue person was Councilman Tim Horn, mm-hmm. which his term expires. You know, he was only appointed for six months there, but. He voted against it. Mm-hmm. So, do you know why he voted against it? Because you would think that would be right up his alley. You know, I don't know why he he voted against it, and I don't want to speak for him. So, I I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I do know. You know, he has very strong opinions on on parking. <laughs> yeah, on, that's his only issue. But I I, <laughs> I don't know his. Re- maybe he had another solution, or maybe he agrees with you know people like me who think it's just kind of unfair to the other residents. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't know why he voted against well, it. One issue, Timothy. You know. It's like that's the only <laughs> one I know that I don't know if anything else he stands for. I'm and, not putting him down. I just sure. know that, you know. And, you know, <laughs> I think part of the issue, too, is just our, our car culture, you know, where I live right I live right now in in uh, in downtown. And it seems like there's so many families and households who just have extra cars, it seems like, yeah. that are just kind of sitting there on the street and or in the driveway. And we just have so many cars in our culture now that yeah. that's just like a thing to do i think there's probably a lot of different contributing factors to it but it doesn't help you right. know we have right. so many cars here and it's part right. of the problem right. i think public transport transportation might be another contributing factor to it because nobody wants to take the bus right. you know they, they right. don't feel safe taking the right. bus right it's not convenient so look, everybody look at the metros look how how um how well designed they are, right? Mm-hmm. And they should be convenient. They seem nice and clean. I wouldn't get on it if you paid mm-hmm. me because yeah. I don't want to run in. I don't want to get accosted. I mm-hmm. mean, you see all the issues on the news now, mm-hmm. and it's hard to do. And it's the homeless, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I guess if I was homeless, I'd stay on one of those trains all day long, mm-hmm. too. 
but there's a lot of mental health issues. And so anyway, that's and a whole topic for a different day. But I think I, I, I wouldn't ride the Metro because of that. No. I just but wouldn't. you know what I, what I would ride it would be the Downey Link, yeah. which seems empty. Yeah. Every time I see a Downey Link bus, yeah. it looks empty. But I think, you know, when I ran for city council, this was in 2020, one of my goals was to uh, increase the marketing of the Downey Link. Right. You know, right now we're in downtown Downey. If I wanted to catch a Downey Link, I don't know where. I, yeah. I don't know where the bus stop is, is at. Yeah. And I think a lot of people might be feeling the right. same. I don't know what the route is. Right. I don't know. Do I need cash to get on? Right. Is, is, you know, That's I think it, if more question, people yeah. knew the Downey Link, if right. we knew, okay, there's a stop here in downtown Downey, we can right. get on. It'll take us over to the promenade. Right. You know, let's hop on. Let's go get lunch at the promenade. Yeah. We'll hop on the Downey Link. It'll take us. Maybe people would, would do that. I yeah. would do it, you know. That's a good idea. Why don't, mm-hmm. we, why don't we try that? Let's mm-hmm. try that from talking Downey. Uh-huh. Let's try to go to lunch in Downey using public transport. Or anything. The but, yeah, okay. the link on it. Okay, I don't right. like on the Metro, but I'll get on the yeah, link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Brandon, that's one of our uh, upcoming episodes. We're going to jump okay. on it together and see where we we'll can try go. To learn or or, or learn, we can learn the route. Actually, it might help some, some residents on there. So sure. I do, do see that. students use the link. Yeah, I see yeah students after school and so right. forth and, and whatever. So. Interesting. Okay. okay, so what else happened? On the, oh, a uh, new school resource officer for Columbus mm-hmm. High. That's yeah. a good thing. That's also been in conjunction with... Uh, gangs out of Downey right. that helps contribute. So when you have events for gangs out of Downey or fundraising, it's to go to the Ricky Galvez scholarship on there and it's to go to resource officer. So mm-hmm. it's a great community thing. Mm-hmm. So every public school in Downey has a, a resource, resource officer, officer, which is great, which yeah. is great. And by the way, it'll be too late for the time this airs because this Saturday will be the gangs out of Downey backpack giveaway at Golden mm-hmm. Park. Uh, I tend that I've been part of gangs out of Downey. You were president of gangs out of Downey. So we've been involved for many years so mm-hmm. that's always a good day you there. know what blows good. me away is how many people show up for yeah. a free backpack yeah thousands of people yeah. literally thousands of people yeah uh gangs of downey do they do great work and they order thousands of backpacks yeah. but, and, and, they, and the supplies that go with it so a young person can come up you know and it's 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 great because you have parents that are coming with three kids and they go with their backpack get school supplies and go Absolutely. through and there's a great sense of community and it's, yeah it's it's, 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 you know. it's you're right it's a great time because there's music and there's games yeah. uh, uh downey police are there are there we're barbecuing and giving right. they're giving free hot dogs and hamburgers so it's a good community that so. night there's a i think they're they're showing a, mo- a movie with the mayor yeah yeah the mayor yeah. will be there it's, it's a good night. busy saturday because also uh from 10 to 4 mm-hmm. this saturday again by the time you see this it'll have passed but it'll be rocket fever right. uh rocket fever it's also sponsored by our sponsor financial partners credit yeah. has been sponsoring that but it's it's sold out it this mm-hmm. rocket fever is sold out it's a big deal. I've never through, been. The, oh, you should never drop been. by on there. Yeah. So start to 10 at 1030. We're going to do a, a little thing. I think our assemblywoman's going to give us a big check from the state that we're doing to build that, um, to build the new mm-hmm. building and so forth. That'll be mm-hmm. another topic uh, for another day for to put inspiration. Yeah. By the way, so last night I'm on that board and I asked uh, Ben Dickow, the executive director, I go, so how many students have we had over the last two months here for summer space camp? And so mm-hmm. forth. I was blown away. 15,000 at least wow. we've had in the last at two the months center. at the Space Center. Wow. It's like, wow. But 
you and I were talking about it right before. Mm-hmm. Our residents don't know no. what a great value this is right. and what we're doing in the city of Downey towards promoting, promulgating, you know, space. It's awesome. No, it, it is. And I think the Space Center is becoming Downey's biggest secret, yeah. you know, <laughs> which isn't really a great thing, you know, yeah. because it's a wonderful facility. If you go in there, yeah. you know, it's I, I don't get tired of going and visiting. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool place. Yeah. And they got the park area. It's actually pretty quiet there. It's a nice yeah. area. Wait till you wait till we build the new building for the Inspiration. The Inspiration is a full scale mock up of the space shuttle. It's the one that that kind of gave the light bulb to NASA to build mm-hmm. the space shuttle. So we own the full, the only full-scale mock-up of mm-hmm. it. And we, we want to put it into this building. But also, it's not only to see it, and it's, but it's also we're going to do programming there, but it's also going to be a big hall that in Downey right now, it's hard to rent some place to have a right. gathering of 300 people on right. there. So this will be able to do that and, and have events there and so forth. It's going to be pretty That's cool. That's going to be wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be kind of cool. We don't have enough of those places in Downey yeah, that yeah. are affordable yes. to have. Yeah, yeah. So this is going to be kind of cool. Anyway, another yeah. day. Um, I so what else? Ask, uh, I want to ask you, the city council approved a hiring bonus uh, tell me if I phrase it wrong, uh, but it's a hiring bonus for lateral police officers. Right. It's it's a tool to recruit officers um, from from other departments. It's going the the current bonus right now is three thousand dollars, and is jumping to twenty five thousand dollars. Right. Which seems kind of high. Right. Um, but I want to know your your thoughts. So on it. it again, it seems high on the surface. But it really is not, okay? So what happens is we did this years ago, the 3,000 lateral. um, But now to stay competitive, they did a recap of 20 different other cities, Mm -hmm. police departments on there, and 3,000. Everybody else has Mm -hmm. 10, 15, 20, 25, and all the way up to Mm 30,000. So so if you're going to, sometimes that makes a difference from a lateral. We have a good police department. We have a good reputation among law enforcement. So we're a good place to work on there. But again, we're just out outdated competitive wise. So you say, okay, you're spending 25,000 on a lateral. Wow. Well, if you have for a new officer going through the system, going through the academy, going through everything else, that's $75,000 easily. Mm. So a lateral actually will save us money and they can bring some of their benefits with them, but and they don't get it all when they sign. They get a third, 8,300 when they sign, 8,300 after they get out of probation, and then 8,300, the other last one, uh, I think it's two years after the date of hire. Mm -hmm. So it is spread out, but this is a great way to incentivize getting laterals. That means they already have experience. We don't have to retrain them from from the academy. And actually we save money, but it gets us up to full speed. We need Mm -hmm. to, you know, hiring is not is Downey is very picky about its police officer. Right. We can say whatever we want, but it's hard to become a Downey police officer, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. As a resident, I'm right. happy about that. Uh, we're very picky about it, but it takes a long time to hire to get right. up to full speed. And right now, with crime and everything else, we want to be up to full speed. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of retirements. Again, here's a compliment to the Downey Police Department, the city of Downey. We have a lot of people that have retired in the last four or five years, okay, mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. okay? And we're going to have a lot coming up in the next five to seven years of retirement. That means that a lot of our police officers have been here a long time. Mm-hmm. Says something about the department, mm-hmm. says something about the city, mm-hmm. that people stay to retire here. Yeah. You know, so that's a good sure. thing. So that's we, we're going to need more officers. So this is, I, I'm all for it. I think yeah. it's a good incentive to do that. I mean, 
three thousand dollars really isn't anything. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, you know, for to convince somebody to switch to kind of uproot, yeah, their careers yeah. and maybe their families and and move and move departments for three thousand dollars. I mean, that's not going to no, cut no. it. So, Twenty five, I yeah. think, is going to get some attention. Right, and I think you're right. It allows uh, it allows Downey to be much more selective now right. in, in, in who right. they get. Right, right. Because you said at the beginning, it's like, wow, you're that's a big jump on there. Yeah. When you talk it through, it's, right. it's, it's a good thing. And, you know, I, when I, I do the um, Citizens Academy, the, the Downing Police yeah. Citizens Academy, and one of the first things that we did was this questionnaire that goes out to potential police officers. And you, you, you fill out the questionnaire, and based on those answers, it, it determines whether you're even capable or would qualify to be a police, a downing police officer. And I got it. And they ask you very specific questions, yeah. some very personal questions. And I got to tell you, like after doing that questionnaire, if you do it honestly, I wouldn't qualify yeah. for some of the things I've done. Yeah. Like you know, in my stupid earlier years, yeah. you know, I wouldn't qualify. And it's, you know, you're right. They have very high standards to be yeah. a Downey police officer. Yeah. They are no, I mean, Downey P police, they're known for their professionalism. And mm. I'm not just, you know, kissing up. I'm just talking honestly, you yeah. know, compared to yeah. other departments. And that's the benefit of having our own Downey PD. That's the whole reason yeah. we want our own police and fire. Yeah. So we can set those standards and be amongst the best. In, in law enforcement compared to other yeah. cities. Yeah. And I think that's what we have to, it's Absolutely. an investment. I make no bones about it. Listen, I'm a homer. Mm -hmm. I, I love the Downey Police Department. Mm -hmm. I've been a chaplain with them for 21 years. So I've seen them. I've seen them in their worst. Mm -hmm. I've seen them in their best. And I love our police department because the professionalism, uh, you know, caring about our citizens, how they handle themselves. Yeah. And there's always been great leadership. So anyways, I'm a homer. I'm sold. And you're right. We need to keep our Downey Police Department at yeah. all costs. It's been a bummer seeing all of the uh, retirement. I mean, it's bittersweet. I mean, good for them. They're retiring. But, you know, I've seen these officers since I've been in Downey since yeah. 2002. You kind of grow with them. And then, you know, our police chief now, I remember I used Earlier in my career, we went on a ride along together, and now yeah. she's a police chief. And you see these other people, they retire, and yeah. you see new faces in the department. I don't know who they are, yeah. but you know, it's part of the process. Yeah, you know, good no, for them. I've been, I, I remember her, she was a you know, again, an, an officer and then a lieutenant and a sergeant. And I remember going out to a death call at, you know, midnight and mm -hmm. so forth. I mean, and I'm talking 15 years ago on there, so it yeah. is interesting to see them on there. So, um, okay, so what else happened? Um, one that wasn't so good, but it is what it is. It was a trash uh -huh. adjustment on our trash uh -huh. contract. Yeah. Uh, there, you know, Athens taking over for CalMet uh -huh. and buying the company, but there's built-in stuff on there. Mm -hmm. So, you know what's interesting? So, yeah, so it's going to get more expensive. I think yeah. it's going up 13%. 13% for residential. Res and 10% yeah. for commercial. Yeah. So we're going to be paying more for our trash service. You know, what's interesting, though, is that the city council needs to approve it, which I don't understand because it's built into their contract with the right. city. This right. is Athens who who collects the trash, but the city council needs to sign off on it. Yeah. Could the city council just say no? Uh, they can, and then it opens up a whole new issues yeah. and, and so forth. Sure. I mean, they the council signed off on the sale. That was in 2022 uh, um, when they had to do that, when CalMet was selling to uh, to Athens. So the city council had to sign right. off. On, cause it, but it was more of a due diligence. Like, 
you know, they couldn't sell out there to, you needed the warning, they couldn't sell to Mario's trash hauling because right. Mario's got, you know, one truck, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so it had to be a legitimate company, which right. of course Athens was. So they signed off on that. I don't know what happens if they don't approve this on there, but they do have to stay, you know, ahead because the costs do rise and it's built mm -hmm. into the contract. So I guess they could negotiate and, and maybe for a lower amount mm -hmm. or something. But, you know, yeah. Interesting. So, I, I haven't did. had any issues with Athens. Recently. Yeah. I mean, they've only been, you know, for the last uh, year on there. I mean, but, you know, we've always been a CalMet city. We love CalMet. They mm -hmm. always did a great job. You can get a hold of BK or anybody else in the there that, that right. you know, whenever we had issues or the good part, they were always involved in helping community yeah. events. So I don't know the folks at Athens, but, you know. And they, they so have far. been. They so, have yeah. been. They yeah. were. Um, you know, I was at a Chamber of Commerce event, and they yeah. had a table, and they were, they were there. And That's they good to hear. It and That's good to hear. They're, they're, they are, they, they yeah. just seem very involved yeah. in, in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah we're a good, we're a good size city for them, too. So. It is funny, though, when you say we were a Calmet city, it's like, no, but we get behind our companies. I know. You know we're a Coca-Cola city. I we're know. A, we were a Calmet city. And you know what's interesting is, so the one thing that, you know, Sometimes you go to some of these conferences um, and you see the cities, they see the elected officials from other cities, and some of these large vendors, they host these fancy dinners and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. at, at steakhouses and all these other things. But so I had a personal rule. I would only go if it was somebody who was already a downy vendor. Mm -hmm. Like I would go with that at back time, that law firm that had it, and I would go to CalMet with the dinners because right. it was already a 10-year contract. I wasn't going to be voting on it right. uh, in the next year. But you had other people from other cities there at some of these dinners that it's like you're not even – you know, one of the vendors on there. Right. So they're trying to wine and dine you in a nice mm, way on there. Sure. So I always just thought that was kind of sleazy from elected yeah. officials, oh. other cities taking these free dinners just for mm -hmm. that. Because I, I didn't need a free dinner no. on there. I just went along because I had a relationship, right? right? So it's kind of interesting when you go to the, the city conferences and stuff, who's yeah. tends what. <laughs> I, I, do, I do see photos. It feels kind of weird, you know. And yeah. just, I don't know. You, you, I wish more people would say no. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, they were good. I mean, I was president of Independent Cities Association, which was usually independent cities are larger cities, uh, like Downey, that have their own police and their own fire, you know, LA being one of them, Long Beach and stuff. And then you have contract cities, the smaller cities that contract things out. Uh, Downey was a member, is a member of both, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you get some good relationships and it's good to learn yeah. on there. So the conferences themselves are good. It's what happens at night. It's what happens, sure. you know, on there. There's sometimes, you know, some of the elected officials, they don't know how to handle their drinking. Uh, they don't handle their boozing. They yeah. don't handle their, you know, their intake on there. Mm -hmm. And they don't handle some of them that are in there for the wrong reasons right. or looking for handouts, mm -hmm. you know? Like, there, I, don't, I don't see why you have to have those conferences out in Indian Wells and Palm Springs or Santa Barbara or whatever. Yeah. Why, why can't you have it down here at the Embassy Suites or, you know, in Long Beach or whatever? So here's what I was told. There's about seven or eight agency meetings that you go to as an elected official that you get paid a stipend to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a hundred and a quarter, 150. There was a couple that were $200. And I used to ask, that's just part of our job, right? Mm -hmm. If the council designated me as the appointee for, mm -hmm. um, you know, Southern California Association of Government, a SCAG on there, why am I getting paid? Mm -hmm. And what I was told over and over by the associations and so forth, if they didn't give a stipend to the elected officials, they wouldn't get a quorum. 
because it's like, really? Yeah. Really? I mean, I remember, you know, the L.A. County Sanitation District in Whittier, right? And it was uh, the first Wednesday of the month. It was the day after council meetings on there. So you show up and you're there for half an hour. It's 150 bucks. Yeah. You know, uh, even the Joint Powers Authority for the... um, um, the the kennel what's it called the um uh, siaka uh, siaka mm-hmm. you know here you get 200 bucks for showing up to a quarterly meeting yeah. you get you, so it's like really i just yeah. thought that was sleazy but that told you something about some elected officials yeah and you know i, I don't think we we ever mentioned it or wrote about it like in the patriot but you know you i would notice mayors who would appoint mm-hmm. themselves to committees that paid more yeah. or, or paid something you know yeah. like it, it was you notice it you know but i mean we used to was, have the the one the one year that he was mayor luis marquez pointed himself to every single one that paid money yeah. and we don't care because i just wanted the right ones the right committees were more important to me than what you got paid yeah. but it was just ironic you look at this and you see it it's like yeah, you roll your you, eyes you notice yeah that you was notice. there were some sleaze there so anyways um something else that is not it's not noticeable to everybody but i thought it was kind of interesting just to point out so the council approved and it was a small money it was um, like 400 bucks eminent domain on the corner of uh, florence and lakewood okay mm-hmm. it was to expand the street a little bit or mm-hmm. something that had to go in there and the reason i wanted to point it out because right now there's 72,000 cars a day that go by the corner of Lakewood mm-hmm. and Florence. 72,000 cars a day. And they're expecting by 2025, 2035, okay. it'll go up 26% to over 95,000 wow. cars. So they're kind of making that whiting and the turns and, mm-hmm. and the whole thing. I just thought it was crazy. When I liked it, That's saw that number. That's a numbers. lot of cars. So yeah, yeah. And it's not, you know, you know what? And it's not a terrible intersection. I mean, yeah. I, I drive by almost every day, through it every day. And you know, you get congestion, but there, there's worse, you yeah. know, but. Paramount in, La- in Florence is worse. Oh, it is. Why is that always backed up? It's right? always, ba- I don't, I don't <laughs> you know? know why. Yeah. It, but yeah. you, you get there, you know, if you're there like a five, <laughs> 5:30. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. You're just sitting there. Yeah. You're just yeah. sitting there. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah. But you know the the fun part about being a longtime Downey resident, you see it. You're driving Paramount. You're going eastbound or northbound on Paramount, uh-huh. and you start seeing it right when you get around Fifth. You're like, oh, oh. I forgot. Yeah. And you make a right hand mm-hmm. turn, and we know how to go Absolutely. around it by the side street. You do. You That's know the side street. <laughs> yeah. You might go up, you know, Lorena or yeah. the other way to Reeves yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. And it impacts everybody. That's that's the good part about living in a in a hometown and longtime resident and and being part of our community. You know the shortcuts. <laughs> you know the shortcuts. Yeah, absolutely. But that's a lot of cars. That's, that's going to be on that intersection. Yeah. That's a lot of cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to continue. So, and then speaking of cars, something else that the council approved on there was, believe it or not, increasing the speed limit on like six or seven mm-hmm. streets from 25 to 30 miles an hour, okay? So before you throw something at this podcast, Mm -hmm. okay, this is something that every new council member goes through, okay? I did it and I was explained to me and everyone since on there. So what happens when you first say, I don't want to increase the speed limit. What What are you doing? Mm -hmm. I want to go slower, not faster. So you're making this issue out of it. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, to be able to enforce the speed limit, you have to do this testing every mm-hmm. every so often. Okay, what the, what's the cars that go by there? The normal flow of traffic, right. if you will, right? So to be able to enforce it, you need to be able to monitor it, but you cannot 
set it as a speed trap. In other words, if the average speed is 40 miles an hour and you have a 20-mile-an-hour zone on right. there, you can never enforce a ticket. They'll be able to fight a ticket when you give that on there. Yeah. So unfortunately, you have to increase the speed mm -hmm. to a reasonable amount. So right. you're going from 25, it's like six streets, and they're not major streets sure. on there, but from 25 to 30. So don't get mad at your council <laughs> when, when you read that on there, but yeah. there was about six or seven streets that had to be increased. Because you know the reality is, how many of us are actually driving 25 miles an hour? Yeah. It's, yeah. I think you're going at least 30 yeah. without even realizing it. I mean, yeah. I think that's yeah. just kind and of... And people uh, would be honking yeah. at you if you did. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and, yeah. you know, and, and I, I hate to say it, but I mean, it's just the truth. You know, I think yeah. when you're... When you are driving by a school, like definitely slow down. Yeah. You know, you have to slow down yeah. when you see people there. But you know, assuming it's there's no kids and it's wide open, you're not going. Most people are not going to go 25 miles an hour. Yeah. It's just yeah. the, the you know what does work sometimes, and we have a two in every council district is the the speed. Uh, what do they call the speed monitors? Yeah, on there, yeah. Those, the flashback on there. So when we were having, you always have problems with speeding. It's only going to get worse sometimes. But we tested it out that every council member got to put two of those up in their mm -hmm. district, right? So I picked Reeves and I picked Old River. Mm -hmm. And what happens is on there, it does wake you up. Because mm -hmm. for me, I go down Reeves just to go to my house mm -hmm. on there. So all of a sudden, I'm looking and I am. I'm driving, you know, 35 miles an hour. It seems like a normal flow of traffic. And uh -huh. then all of a sudden, you know, that thing starts telling me to slow down. Right. You know, because it's 30 or whatever. So it does have an impact. Mm -hmm. It was kind of interesting. But every council member got to put two in mm -hmm. their district and, uh, and then two citywide. And I wonder if we should do more of those. They're actually mm -hmm. fairly inexpensive. Mm -hmm. They're solar driven, so it's not a, a long. It's not a big cost going sure. forward, and it kind of works some places. Yeah. So I don't know. I it's don't like the looking. ones that flash you. Like uh -huh. they, 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 they're they're kind of blinding. <laughs> oh mean, yeah, these don't. I mean, I don't know. They just tell you the the number. There's and just slow one down. on Brookshire, you know, over off of Cherokee. Just I guess it would be north of Cherokee, and it flashes like a light at you when you're driving. Oh, I don't know and that. to me, it's it's distracting. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at that and. And it caught your attention. It made it, you it slow did. down. It really, it really did. It gave me a headache, too. Yeah, so. uh, but, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Well, so something else that happened at the council meeting on there, and maybe we don't want to tell too many people about mm -hmm. this. On there, I heard that there was none of the gadflies and the crazy people. Mm. So there was no cussing there. Interesting. And they got the meeting done in like two hours. Mm. So don't tell anybody because maybe that'll just continue. And that would be a great thing. How about that? The city council can take care of council business right. without the cussing and the gadflies and all the craziness right. and stuff. Yeah, so. no, that would be nice because, you know, I, I remember back when, you know, attending city council meetings was always really fun to me because back when people would address their council members with genuine concerns about what's happening in the community. It was, you know, government in action. It was very interesting. Yeah. And the, the gadflies, you know, when they're just cursing and talking, you know, nonsense, you right. know, they're just looking for things to disagree about right. and to call names. 
you know, that to me is just kind of distracting from the overall experience. Right. But there's something just very, I don't know what it is, but being a resident and going up and addressing your city council representative, to me, that's important. And yeah. that's a big deal. And ever since we've had these, these people disrupting the meetings, I've noticed fewer people attending the city yeah. council meeting. Because why would you want to put no, up with that? No, especially you don't want to bring your family right. um, and so forth. So something else, this is good while we're talking about it. So coming up on the meeting on August 22nd. So this will tape before August 22nd, Tuesday night. So at 5.30, right before the council meeting does, so Ben Dickow is going to give a staff report to the mm -hmm. city council uh, about the Columbia and, mm -hmm. and what we're doing at the Columbia and some of the facts and so forth and then a little bit of the plan for Good. the inspiration. So uh, Nader Mohegan, the CEO of Financial Partners, uh, he's going to be there, Dr. Roger Brosmer, former mayor, myself, and Rick Rodriguez, all former mayors. We proudly serve on that board. So we'll be there to support Ben mm -hmm. on there. So, and it'll be earlier before the council meeting. Council meetings that normally starts at 630. This will be mm -hmm. at 530. And there's no closed session for them that day. So that's why they put it on there. So Got 530, it. August 22nd, Tuesday, about the Columbia. Uh, and, and Good to know. Uh, yeah. I'll try to be there. Yeah, I'll try to yeah, be yeah, there. That'd be yeah, very yeah. interesting. So, Anyway, so I think we, we covered a lot from the council meeting. I think so. I, I hope that this was informative to everybody. These are the things on there. You can always go on downeca.org, the city council. You got the agendas there. You got the uh, coming up. And you got the staff reports that also gives you a little explanation on each one. You so. do. And you know what? I'm not to criticize the city, but I am going to criticize the city. You know, <laughs> finding the agendas and reading the reports it's not easy yeah. at all on this sometimes i get like error messages yeah where i'm not authorized yeah. and how difficult is it to just make just, we just need the pdfs yeah. you know and I, I feel like it's so cumbersome and i wish there was you know uh, uh a, an effort later at some point to kind of streamline it and streamline it it doesn't make it easier yeah. it shouldn't be that difficult yeah yeah it's barely you know i've always thought critical and for me i love the history uh, so some of our history is lacking in there. Yeah. You know, it's interesting is if you try to look up to see who was mayor in the city in 1980, you'd mm -hmm. have a hard time. They finally took a picture of all the pictures of all the mayors, yeah. but you can't blow it up enough to even see who right. that was in 1980. And as a former mayor, yeah, a little bit of the ego, of course. You know, I, I, part of, I am part of history, so is the other 47 mayors right. on there. But... You know, come on. But you know, no, how it, hard is that? No, and it is. It's funny because I. It is. I like to go back and see. You know, who was the Downey mayor during this historic national moment? You yeah. know, like I remember looking to see who was the mayor during you know nine eleven yeah. or other you know important parts of American history. Right. It's kind of interesting to see yeah. who was the Downey mayor at the yeah. time. And Good luck. What would they have said? You know, yeah, Good it, luck. it's tough. There's been times when, you know, you and me have talked before a, a podcast and we wonder, hey, what happened, you know, what happened at this meeting or what was on the agenda? And we'll try to go on really quick before we record and it's it's impossible. Yeah. It's just, no, it's not that easy. So yeah, I yeah. I, I I will tell you this. I was the mayor when we opened up the Columbia. When we dedicated, I was mm -hmm. the mayor. So I want you to know that. Okay, yeah. the Columbia Memorial. And by the way, it's really weird. Not a reminded me again last night. Um, not, uh, that's the first time we met in mm. 2009. So yeah. it was kind of interesting that first day there. And look at that. We've been working together ever since. Right. So Nodder's the CEO of Financial Partners Credit Union, our main 
sponsor. They've done a lot of things in our community. So I wanted yeah. to get that plug in. Yeah. Anyway, so I think we I think we beat the council meeting to death. I think so. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I appreciate the comments from people who say, Oh, you know, you watch our podcast and you get informed by watching our podcast. That's great. Yeah. I think that, that kind of yeah. makes it worth it. We had uh, we get some criticism. We had one from we mentioned something about a candidate for something and the candidate wrote to us and we misstated their position. So mm-hmm. we will have the candidate on and, mm-hmm. and have it. So that's something else we're going to do. We're going to have all candidates that are running. We'll have a show one-on-one and it's not a gotcha or put down. We're going to you know give them the chance mm-hmm. to tell our Downey residents what they're about and what they're doing. We'll ask them all the same questions, you know, and then do some follow-up yeah. on there. But, you know, the important thing is for Downey residents to be informed. This is right. called Talking Downey with Mario and Eric, you know. Right. So and we, people can gonna, make their own judgments on who they want to support yeah. based yeah. on, you know, and on how they answer the questions and what yeah. they say. And yeah. it'll be informative. Good, good. So, anyways, so thank you for watching, for sitting in today. You, you will be getting this. Uh, you'll be watching this on Friday, August the 19th. Uh, what's next? Sounds about uh, right. Hey, Brandon, what's next Friday's date? On Friday. So this today is Friday, August the 18th. No, we're taping this on the 10th of August. But on the 18th, you're going to be watching this. Uh, So listen, so have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching Talking Downey with Mario. And Eric.